Welcome to our Halloween special episode of 2022 of the Monster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. Hello, listeners. We are super excited for today's episode. Happy Halloween, everyone. Woohoo! Uh, we have told you and that we were going to have a friend of ours on that is very knowledgeable in the quote-unquote witchcraft business. She has come to join us today. Her name is Brienne Ambergie. Hello, Brie. Hello, ladies. We, Hello. We have mentioned before that her and her best friend, Pertina, Pertina Sanders, mm-hmm. Um, own Low Country Magic in Georgetown, and Bree's husband does Fear Not Paranormal. Along with Tina's husband, Ray and him both, and actually me and Tina go along. So I guess the four of us yep. go along for, for the adventure. The boys do the outside cold stuff, and we like you hang back and talk to the families. <laughs> That's kind of our thing. So um, visit Low Country Magic in Georgetown, South Carolina. Look up Fear Not Paranormal on YouTube. Yes. And um, also, you mentioned Martina's yes. husband, Pertina's Ray. husband is a fab- fantastic tattoo artist, and he works out of uh, the Georgetown area. His company is Low Country Inc. Okay. And so if you guys are looking for a really good artist, you know, I, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'm seeing some excellent artwork <laughs> over here. Again, we're still working on our, our live feeds to get you guys hooked into YouTube and TikTok. Good things come to those who wait. Yes. So, Jennifer, Abby, um, since we spoke last, we have had um, some compiling of thoughts of things that we were wanting to ask Bree, and Bree has become a, what'd you call yourself? What, the, what, the pagan witch? No, a oh, super fan. Oh, my God. Okay, brain fart. Yes, no, okay, yes. I, I absolutely am a super fan, ladies. I've been listening to your episodes since the beginning, and um, I'm so excited to come and, like, hang out with you guys, because I feel like I've been hanging out with you guys in the car for, like, weeks now. Um, you don't know, but I've been yelling at you. Like, like, you guys ask a question or tell a joke, and I'm like, oh, me too, and I'm like, ah, oh, they can't hear me. Right. So I am, um, thank you very much for having me here and thank letting you. me um, talk about some stuff that, you know, might... Uh, help other people understand some things that they might not have understood before. Uh, maybe there's some other pagan moms out there who will know that they're not alone. They hear some stuff I have to say. Um, so, yeah, well, thank you. Before me. we go into the spooky aspect of it, I think that Abby, Jen, and I all agreed that we would like to maybe hear a mom story or two from Brie herself. Yeah. And, you know... Being that you are pagan and practice that within your family, you know, if you want to hit it right to the core and give us one of those family-oriented <laughs> mom stories that are um, spooky-related. Yeah, um, if you wouldn't mind, though, I would like to kind of explain, because pagan witch just makes me sound kind of evil and dark. Yeah, and yeah. Like, night not yes, understand absolutely. what that so, is. That is just kind of a, okay, so first of all, pagan is this big old umbrella, all right, that actually governs any religion that is not monotheistic. Mm-hmm. So basically every religion besides Christianity, Islam, and Judaism falls under pagan. Okay. 
So that is just a big umbrella. It's the movie, um, the equivalent of saying Christianity, but then you've got Lutheran and Mormon and Catholic and Baptist, Episcopalian, right? Mm -hmm. But the umbrella is Christianity. Mm -hmm. So people who identify as pagan simply believe in more than one higher power. Uh, We kind of believe that you can believe whatever you want, absolutely. Um, These guys over here can believe that there's 20 gods if they want to. It's it's all up to you. I believe in all kinds of stuff. I personally believe that there's good in all of it. And that falls under another category called omniism. Okay. So that just means that there's a, there's good in all of it. Uh, devil worshiping? No, not really my thing. Um, not to say I don't believe that there isn't darkness, but, you know, if I don't, I don't have anything to do with him. Fear not paranormal, its whole existence is based on helping children. My husband is a medium. He's been a medium his whole life. When he was seven years old, he went to his mom and he said, Mommy, I see dead people. And she said, Honey, don't you tell anybody what you can do because they'll put you in a rubber room. Mm -hmm. And so from a very early age, he learned to hide it. So he was kind of shamed. Right. Well, the whole family's special. And she knew. Oh, okay. It wasn't a fad back then. It was like to protect him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was taboo. If he was like back, so he's born in 78. And so if he was seven, that was 86. Mm -hmm. So back then it wasn't cool. It wasn't new and hip to ghost hunt and, you know, whatever else. that be 75? Hmm? I mean, 85. Is it? I can't do math. I'm really bad at math. That's my really secret. I'm getting I'm better. I've reached 30. And she called you. All of my friends, including my husband, if he listens to this, are laughing their asses off right now because they know I don't do numbers. I'm like, huh? What? Math? I don't, don't do it. I do everything else but math. Well, I was Most actually, like, you went like this with the number. Nope. And, and I was like, so wrong and like, very wow, confident. My brain didn't even get there yet. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Those are two even numbers. There's no way that's seven. No, no, There's no freaking way. And then I'm like, finger. <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. I, like I said, I, I'm a self-admitted math idiot. I am, but I'm really good at a lot of other things. Well, the one <laughs> thing that I thoroughly enjoy um, is listening to you speak, hmm. and the fact that you are as knowledgeable as you are about what you do, what you're teaching your children, and and how you live your life. I feel that you are very well spoken, um, and I mean, she's already taught us how much. You know, with the umbrella, yeah. it's like legs of, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's that other thing when you have branches of your government. Well, it's kind of like the same thing. You have the higher power and your branches, mm-hmm. the tree. So, mm-hmm. well, let me teach you something cool about witch. Because okay. this is something that like a lot of us modern day witches are taking back. We're turning this dirty word into something to be proud of again, because at one point in time, the witch she was it. That was the wise woman. That was the healer. That was the one that, would, that helped everyone. I mean, they're still called witch doctors, you know, in some, you know, cultures. Mm-hmm. So the witch was a powerful woman who had recipes to cure illness that come from herbs, <laughs> you know, yeah. most of it's herbs and berries and this and that. And what's a lot of fun to know is that um, all of this wing of bat and eye of newton, tongue of, you know, frog. (laughs) It actually was code. So it was code that only witches knew so that everyday people couldn't repeat their recipes. It kept them secret. Ah. So it was never pieces of little animals. It was always roots and powders and leaves. But it was a code thing, so people think. Only the witches knew. It was a witch's code. 
So where we were turned around and made to be vilified back then was because there was powerful, forgive me, men, I'm not a feminist or man bashing, <laughs> but these rich males, white men of the, you know, back in the day, saw these women and looked at them as a threat. They were jealous. They wanted what they had. And they went on this outright witch hunt, vilified all the things that these women were doing, Mm -hmm. um, including down to, oh, they're too sexual. They're too beautiful. I can't resist. I mean, like, you know, a lot of witches were accused of being seductresses and, you know, things like that. Oh, she's too pretty. She must, you know, be evil. No, they just couldn't handle their thoughts around these women and how they went. And so they eradicated them. And in the eradication... They stole their books. They stole their recipes. Hmm. They stole all their cures. And in my opinion, that's probably how Big Farm started. Probably. Yeah. You know, so that's just a little bitty uh, history kind of history lesson. Thing, which I think <clears throat> softens up the witch a whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really does. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm a holistic healer that believes in everybody who has their own beliefs. And you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. And I want to believe whatever I want to believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong, and I don't want you to tell me I'm. Yeah. So I mean, and that should be how we live our daily lives anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, just unfortunately, just, that's not how the world right. is. Right. I mean, but. because well, a lot of times you the uneducation, like not knowing about something, is what makes it scary. You know, and that's and true. so when you learn about it, it definitely takes the you know anything whatever it is. If you want to do something and you're like, oh, I'm terrified, but then you read and learn what it's about and how to do it. Like if you wanted to go skydiving. You wouldn't just run and jump out of a plane, I wouldn't think. I would hope that you yeah. would learn about it first, and then it would be a Maybe. whole lot less scary if you did that, right? I don't know. Have you met me? But yeah, I don't know, Becky, you are a whole different story, sister. You don't count. <laughs> but when you speak of fear, I came across the perfect breakdown of it today. I don't know whose original mind came up with it, but fear, spelled F-E-A-R, and it says it has That's two. That's how you spell fear. Thank you. Well, you know, Miss, uh, let me get with you. I'm not sure if you knew how to spell that shit or not. So let me break it down for you. Hold on, let me write it down. F E A R. God. <laughs> so it has two meanings, and I found this to speak to me a lot. Um, the first one you could go with is forget everything and run. And, okay. of course, you're yeah. using the first letter of each word. Yeah. Or face everything and rise. Okay. The choice is yours. I don't run from anything, <laughs> typically. <laughs> the haunted trail? Oh, <laughs> I just told her. <laughs> she didn't run. She <laughs> don't run. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You can't leave them hanging. Okay. All right. Was it two years ago? Yes. So two years ago, it was Becky and her husband, Abby and her boyfriend, and me and my boyfriend, and drinking was involved. Yes. And And may or may not have been. There is no may or may not. (laughs) It definitely was. (laughs) It was 100. And so the night started with us getting there, and we getting, or Becky got a phone call from our neighbor who was babysitting Eileen. Remember? Because Gianna was um, saying that Gianna couldn't breathe and she was having... The night actually started in my backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Where we may or may not have been drinking. Correct. And so I said, no, 
we already paid for this shit. I'm not leaving right now. We're going. Yeah, she was leaving her daughter to breathe or not breathe. (laughs) It's like she's fine. (laughs) So then we go on the trail, and (laughs) Becky and her husband are the last like couple behind. So Jen was in front. Yeah, me and AJ were in the middle, and Becky and John were behind. The last thing I remember was smacking your ass trying to scare you. (laughs) And then the next thing I know, I thought I won a prize. (laughs) The silent laugh. She does. Oh, I'm witnessing it for the first time. (laughs) So God. So, like, the trail split up into two parts. So, after making our way through the first half, all of a sudden, Becky thinks she's being chased. And we have no idea what's going on. And she's like, get away from me! And the guy's like, no, ma'am, you hit a worker. You need to leave. She's like, no, you did it. And then here's John. Yep, she did. She sure did. She sure did. Look it. Now, I think it's safe to say when most people get started, startled, your reaction can range from a whole different variety of emotions. Well, me, my my family likes to jump out. I'm surprised I'm not the one that made Brayden's teeth get loose out of her head yet because they jump out at me and my first reaction, I kick, I punch, and I say curse words. <laughs> and it's because she's pocket sized. Yeah. It's almost like a bird puffing its feathers. <laughs> Short people problems. She's, she's fluffing big and, and barking loud. But that's not even the best alone. part. The best part is uh, they escort Becky out with John, and then we continue on because we're like, all right, see you in the parking lot. We paid for this shit. Bye. <laughs> So eventually we met up afterwards and Becky's by the car crying and (laughs) she's all matched. My husband threw me under the bus. And he's like, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Um, And then uh, I don't know how it happened, but then Jen's like, let's take a picture. No, Becky said, we should take a picture to document this. I said, okay. She's taking a selfie of us. And here's Becky hysterical (laughs) crying in the picture. And I'm all like, jeez. And then on the way home, Becky almost set the car on fire. Oh, my oh. God. Wasn't that on the way there? No, no, it was, was on, on the, the way, way home. home. She did. Almost set my car on fire. <laughs> Good she tried time, to find something, baby. and she decided to use her lighter. She, dropped, light. her <laughs> she dropped her cigarette and couldn't find it. So here she is with the lighter on the back of my cloth seat. <laughs> and I'm like, God. Yeah. All right. So, home. you know, sometimes when you add alcohol to... An empty stomach and what may or may not been opioids, which I, disclaimer, I had surgeries, I had pain. Yeah, but your mistake was mixing the two. Yes. Well, so, so. in all fairness, I took the opioid before I started drinking. No. I didn't I mean, take it just as a PSA, recreational. Don't do it. Just you PSA. Do it. PSA <laughs> to what happened. Don't mix the two. It says it on the bottle. She doesn't. I'm almost positive. <laughs> but in case you didn't know that, Becky says don't, don't do it. Yes, <laughs> that, that's correct. Public service announcement. Becky says. Well, I think we've all been there. I mean, we've all done silly we've stuff. We've had, you know, um, like, I'm pretty sure I remember a moment after a party. Listen, hold on. Hold on. I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. I knew it was coming. But I need to, much like you get to explain, I yeah. have to explain. Okay. Okay. 
that like um, I did go through a period of time where I decided I was no longer going to drink alcohol and I went seven whole years wow. without even I know, taking that's a pretty shot. Impressive. I even bartended and didn't drink. But it was because I was really bad at it. You know, I joined the military when I was like 17. I was perfectly okay to drink and party like a rock star the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, And so I was really bad. I did not know how to drink appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the seven-year break was that. It was like me doing different things. I, I, I missed it at first and then didn't miss it at all. And then found myself kind of missing it. And then deciding that I'm older, more responsible, and able to handle it now. Until I attended a party <laughs> at... Becky's house. Yeah. Um, well, that it was. I come it, off it so bad. Yeah, maybe you might better now. Okay. <laughs> it was a pure romance party, and there was a cooler full of Jello shots. Oh my god! There's a so, no. Uh, okay. A wait, cooler. Wait, a, wait, explain a how big. Huge cooler, I'm and there was like two hundred. Two hundred and sixty. And twelve women. And twelve women. Yeah, that's actually top of the women. Okay, but not all of them were doing it. The ratio is still not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, on top of what we were already drinking. Wait, and the Jello shots were gone by the end because of Becky. (laughs) Becky was like, "Let's take a shot." Because your body's actually withdrawing from you. I think I tried it once after one of 
You tried what? Hair of the dog. Uh, Drinking a beer the next morning because I was like, oh, God, not a beer. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I usually just sleep the next day. (laughs) (laughs) It works perfectly. Sometimes you have responsibilities. I mean, we can't do that. That's true. (laughs) If we have responsibilities, we'll get them to undrunk or not. It don't matter. Uh Well, my responsibilities two years ago was taking care of Chris, who (laughs) freaking fell to his death. Well, um. So, as y'all know, we pre-record our episodes, and just, um, so Halloween is on a Monday, so just two nights ago, we were at Jennifer's Halloween party. <laughs> Not really. We're actually pre-recording this before Jennifer's Halloween yeah, party. we'll update you <laughs> when that happens. <laughs> Stay tuned for either this coming Thursday's episode or the following Thursday. You will hear all about the Halloween party. Well, but... So where were we? Uh, we were, so, see, we're, we're, yeah. It's okay, because I'm dying to derail with you guys. Like, I, like, I've been, like, waiting for it. I just derailed with the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. how do we get our squirrels back on the road? Well, I don't think they ever clearly No, go we just go back pick to a where different we topic. started. What are we so, picking? Well, I asked oh, you, you if you could give us a, a family-related spooky, spooky monster story, whether it be your own or something you've heard from someone else, um, no. something relatable to our moms that have written in um, over the, the last three mom stories episodes. Well, I have a, I have a kind of a cool story because like we already talked about the fact that um, my husband is a medium, mm-hmm. you know, and I not to say I, I didn't believe him, you know what I mean? Like I believed him, but at the same time, there's always a piece of you. I'm very logical. That's another thing. I don't want anybody here to think that I'm just like on a whim do things like I really do study and like think and I want some logic behind some stuff you know so mm-hmm. I don't just accept everything for what it is but I do trust my husband so anyhow we take a family vacation to and I'm gonna I can never remember if we were in Savannah or if we were in Charleston because I'm old and it gets fuzzy but we were in one <laughs> of them. Filing cabinets getting yeah, old. Yeah, they got mixed up. <laughs> but we were either in Savannah or Charleston, and we were on one of the little ghost tours, right? So maybe somebody out here will know when I say this, and they'll be like, oh, no, you were in Savannah, or no, you were definitely in Charleston. Somebody tell me where I was. Like, don't come. <laughs> They're talking <laughs> to their radio right but, now. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're in a car like me going, you were in Charleston. <laughs> no, so I'm not sure. Um, but this story is, is we were on the ghost tour, and um, at the very end... There was a cemetery, and there was a playground, and uh, it was, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, like, why in the world? And it was supposed to be like super spooky cemetery, because it's on the ghost tour, right? So why in the world would you put a playground next to a cemetery? Like, okay, so my son was two, Silas, my middle son, and I was pregnant with my third son. Uh, was acting a fool, and it was like 10 o'clock at night, so my husband decided to take him over to the playground and let the man finish the tour because, you know, this was the last little stop. So he went with my son to the playground, and I stood there listening to what the man had to say about, you know, the little area. Mm-hmm. So the story, and it's kind of sad, so bear with me. Okay. The story he gave was that there was um, a little slave girl who was owned by a doctor, and He had two sons, and they had her on top of the roof and convinced this little girl to jump off the roof holding a rope that they knew was not going to be long enough for her to swing, and she was going to die. Mm. And so this little girl, she 
took the rope and trusted the boys and she jumped off the roof and she fell and she died. Mm. And so this little girl, this little black girl, and the man described her as she had like pigtails that ran down both sides of her head and she was in like white shorts and a white t-shirt and that's how she died and you know, when she's seen, that's how people see her. Mm-hmm. So apparently in 1996, a man had gone on a tour or had happened to see her running around the cemetery and he felt bad that this little ghost was playing in the cemetery. So this playground was built for oh, the little girl. So she, wow. Right? I got chills. Hold on. You're not done. You're going to have chill. You, you said goosebumps on top of goosebumps. We're not done. Look, I got it too. Okay, her because hair, this is... I can oh, see Wait, wait. Look. Your hair standing. Yep, because Do I you shaved know what? this She arm. shaves this I Tina's <laughs> probably... When she listens, she's like, I tell her to shave both of her arms. And I'm like, no, I need the hairs over here. I haven't shaved in a while. So that, But anyway... So yes, goosebumps on goosebumps. So back to the story. So so we all kind of clear out and we dissipate. And my husband is over here and he's been playing with Silas on the playground. And he could not hear. And he's so far away. Like the playground was next to the cemetery, but not like with an earshot where Stevie yeah. could have heard what the man had to say. Right. Yeah. So Stevie comes walking back over with Silas. And I was just kind of joking. I was like, hey. Our little girl over there playing on the playground. He was like, "Yeah, she's sitting in the second swing right there." Oh, and I was like, "What?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "What she look like?" He said, "It's a little black girl with braids like this, and she's wearing a white t-shirt and white shorts, and she's on the second swing." And I was like, "Okay." Um, and he goes, "And Silas saw her too." Oh, because he waved at her. Wow. And he went and jumped in the swing next to her and just started swinging. And he said he kept looking over, and but yeah, didn't miss a beat. Like didn't. Didn't miss a beat. So a little girl, yep, a little black girl with uh, braids like this and a white t-shirt and white shorts. So was that your first confirmation with him being the husband of his... If you want to say, like, did I feel like, okay, he's never, you know, like, he's... he's, Because I I don't think my husband's ever lied to me about anything. Mm -hmm. But there's stories you hear that are just like, whoa, okay, you know. Right, of course. Yeah, that was, like, for me, one of the first real, like, okay, there's something to this. You know, and that's actually why I got on the path that I'm on now is because, uh, I mean, I never really, I don't know, you know, when you're little and you just like want to be a witch or you want to be a vampire or like you always feel like there's something extra. Or you're in the bathroom mixing your lotions together. It's in our blood, man. You don't understand. We're all witches. Actually, Brayden has been mixing she right now she has two different concoctions. One of them in this is in this little tiny bug jar, like really tiny. <clears throat> excuse me, like two and a half inches tall, might maybe an inch in diameter. <clears throat> and inside this jar, it's mixed with a tad of water, a screw, <laughs> Ooh, some. <laughs> <that's> a... <laughs> is it evil? Because we all are there. <laughs> oh, is it in a jar? A plastic jar with a mm. lid, yes. Okay. Uh, you might um, want to get your daughter an exorcism. <laughs> or, or, or just some education. Because it sounds like she already knows what she's doing. This is a jar, and when you want to put someone in a jar who's been naughty, you put mean things in the jar. Like well, the glass only, and screws. Uh, and yeah, there's, there's, um, there's beads. <laughs> there's, like, glass beads in there and a marble okay. and, and a screw. And then in a plastic <laughs> Ziploc bag, <laughs> she has, um, like, the crafting pom-poms, also some more beads, some dirt, 
And um, I, I'll have to inspect that one a little further. But I saw the <laughs> I saw the clear one. Your name and your skirt. birthday or a chunk of your hair is not in there. You should be okay. <laughs> but actually, one of my questions were when and what got you into the pagan witch. Okay. Um, well, so I, that was a little bit of the backstory as far as mm-hmm. Steve, you know, my husband Stevie is concerned. Um, when, I don't know, for me, I always thought, coincidence, you know, coincidence. Mm-hmm. Well, how many coincidences have to happen before it's no longer, like, mathematically possible for it to be coincidence anymore, yeah. you know? So what I have learned is that there is no coincidence. So when I was younger and I used to wait tables and I would think about a customer and then that customer would come in. Like, that wasn't a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I literally saw that person coming. And it happened all the time. You it know? happens to us all the yeah, time. Yeah, it Actually, does. Actually, we'll, like, and that's real, think or that's, even talk about something. It's, and it's happened so many times, especially no, in the last is, two years. That is clairvoyance. So clairvoyance is, there's there's all kinds of clairs. When you hear clairvoyant, clairaudient, clair this, clair that, the clairs are your sixth sense. Mm-hmm. So when you're clairvoyant, it means you see things before they happen. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody's got a little bit of all of this turned on in them already, you know. So, which I'm sure you heard us speak about about the dream yeah, that I yeah, had. Brayden had spent the night at her I house mean, and drew the picture well, of you my dream. You told me that story before. Had I? Yeah, you actually. Yeah. I mean, you told, and I think when we were over there, you showed me the pictures. Yep. When I've I was got over to pull there. it back up yeah. and post it to our yeah, our put it on the social mm-hmm. media so page people can for see. sure. But so yeah, so that. With all those things said, and then my husband coming to me and saying that he sees dead people, I'm like, well, if I might be extra, and he is extra, then if we procreate, then they're probably going to be extra. And mm-hmm. then I joke, okay, because this goes to, like, DNA and whatever else, but, like, I am, I got my DNA done, and I am part Neanderthal. Okay. Well, damn. Like, literally. Like, I am part not human. <laughs> Like, I don't know how else to explain that. Like, when you, what are you just told you're, like, part Neanderthal? That is literally not Homo sapien. Mm-hmm. It's literally another species. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather is, like, 6.5. Like, not point. Like, 6.5% not human is my grandfather. <laughs> and then my mom, who's a whole other creature all of her own, you know. You know. Yeah, yeah. She is, like, foreign some We change. know, but we're going to leave that behind yes. on you So, listeners. mom is foreign some change mm-hmm. of Neanderthal, hmm. right? Not human. <laughs> Me, I'm only like two and some change, but I'm literally part not human, which means that, like, my blood has got to be like hundreds of thousands of years old in order to, yeah. for it to be tied to a Neanderthal. So, that's me. And then my husband is RH negative. I don't know if anybody is familiar with no, what RH negative is. I was just is. talking about blood types not so long ago. I don't so, even know what mine is. RH negative <laughs> is not the same thing as like being like B negative or A negative. RH negative, so if you're RH positive, it stands for rhesus hemoglobin. Okay? Mm-hmm. So rhesus hemoglobin stems from the rhesus monkey. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Rhesus monkey mm-hmm. DNA, right, mm-hmm. is what 85% of the population is. So if you're RH negative, it means you ain't got none of that in your blood. None. Hmm. You are rhesus hemoglobin negative. So there is no um, primate DNA in people who are RH negative. That's interesting. Now get this. This is where it gets cool. So the royal bloodlines are all RH negative. 
So I'm not saying my, you know necessarily my husband's royalty, but what I'm saying is, is back in the day when they were like, if you're royalty, you're royalty, and you've been made a special way, and you were chosen by God, and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, their blood is definitely different mm-hmm. than 85 percent of the population. Mm-hmm. So that that's is interesting, right? Now I've definitely heard of Rh negative, like um, in like stories of like. Uh, people being pregnant mm-hmm. like they test to see if you're so, rh negative i just never knew. if a rh negative mom is pregnant with an rh positive fetus she'll kill it right that, her, i think her that's body, what it was her yeah. body will kill it the baby in order for it to be accepted by the mom has to be rh negative as well otherwise the mom will recognize it as being like something bad and kill it now nowadays they mm-hmm. can actually give medication to moms who are Rh negative to help them from the Mexican side. But so anyway, so no more boring science stuff. This is where well, no, no, interesting is, because that made me think. I could see her wheels turn. I didn't know she was here and feedback. Is that why you're like, okay, okay. I was like, all right, I'm talking about because boring stuff now. No, 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 you're fine. When you said that, I when I get pregnant, I have to take a certain shot. When I get pregnant, like when I am pregnant. So you don't know your blood type? Are you RH negative? I'm A negative, but they still have to give me a shot because they said the same thing, that if my fetus has a... So you're RH negative. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Hmm. So you're royalty. Potentially, (laughs) you laugh, but that's serious. Now, here's the thing. So, with my husband being RH negative, and they say that's like the most alien, (laughs) it's only about 30,000 years old. They can't trace it back before then. Hmm. And it's only about 15% of the population. So, he's an alien, and I'm a Neanderthal, so we've created Neanderthalians. <laughs> yep. That's what, I knew there was something wrong with them. Right? You know, like, when you saw them being... Brie was so good at Brie had her two sons in an inflatable little <laughs> alien, alien costume. costumes last year, and I literally was peeing my pants. <laughs> oh, my God, it was the most hysterical thing, and now it makes perfect sense. Neanderthalians, that's what they are. <laughs> So yeah, so we, I, I don't know, it's a mixture of like some of the oldest blood that could possibly be around along with like the newest blood. So all of these things, you know, collide and it's like, well, maybe I should learn some stuff. Because once again, um, being scared comes from being uneducated in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, and when I want to learn about something, I dive in head first. So I have a question. Um, something that you had told me and I noticed it's one of the first things you do here and you could do, you would do it all the time if you could. <laughs> is you had told me that you should be barefoot on the ground as much as possible to ground yourself with the earth. Yeah. Well, if you could elaborate on the meaning behind that. Okay. Well, who here likes the movie Avatar? I with do. the blue people. I've yes. only seen it. I love it. it. All right. Well, did you like it. it? At least what you saw? That... Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay. All right. What you know I'm talking about. Yes. Right? Avatar. She's, yeah. She was going to say, if you didn't like it, you need to leave. Uh, right. No. You're fine. <laughs> Everybody's allowed to have their own opinions. I'm fine with that. Initiation. You out, she in. (laughs) I I only seen bits and pieces of it recently, and I was so confused, and Chris was trying to explain to me, and I think I actually recorded it so I could watch the whole thing, because I was interested in it, but I still haven't seen the whole thing. The reason why I even mention it is because so many people do know the movie, and so many people love the movie. And And even me, a long time ago, I was like, Oh, it's so cool. I wish we could do that. Like, I wish ours was like that. I wish we could connect. I wish we... And guess what? Like, it really, really is. And what so many of us don't do anymore is connect with the earth. 
And so, you know, call me a witch if you want to, but I'm like a nature-loving, yeah, nature-loving, tree-hugging, not necessarily hippie, but like, you can go out in the grass and put your feet in the grass and it'll feel like bugs are crawling under your feet, but it's not. Right, is, yeah, in South yeah. Carolina, you need to check your ants first. <laughs> but once you've safely checked Make your sure surroundings, you're not in the big ditches, then you can stand barefoot in the grass and listen. What ends up happening, this is what happened. So 50, 60 years ago when sneakers and rubber, rubber soles on shoes came about, we started to develop a lot more health problems. Yeah, I was going to say, so isn't it technically prior, bad for yes. your feet? Yeah. So prior to the rubber soles, we used to sole our shoes with things like cork and, and yeah. leather, a natural material where energy could pass through. So fast forward, we come up with this synthetic material that is on the bottom of our feet, and it becomes like how you would, a power cord. Like you're wrapped in rubber now. Mm-hmm. So where this stagnant, crappy energy that would normally just escape through the bottom of your feet it now hits the rubber sole on like your cracks <laughs> or whatever rubber sole Damn, you got. Get these off. Right? Get them off. Get them off. Get them off. Ground out. Ground out. So um, basically, it hits that rubber and then it goes back up into your body because it doesn't know where to go and it'll settle in your neck and you'll have a crick in your neck. Oh, or it'll yeah. settle in your back and you'll have a pain in your back. And yeah, look, if you, are you, if you knew, you got a camera on you, similar to tail, barefoot, look, if you understood how much kicking you, and people are like, it's dirty, and whatever, I mean, not really, and if your feet get dirty, so what, go inside and wash them off, wash them, use a baby wipe, you don't have to walk around, but the other advantage to walking around barefoot is that you have all these acupuncture points on the Mm -hmm. bottom of your feet, and when you walk, your body almost instinctually just walks and then these little points get hit and it sends good stuff to the organs and things like that in your body and it's all connected. So, I mean, you know, that's why I'm always barefoot. And like, and not pregnant. I mean, I've been pregnant a few times, baby. I mean, I have three kids, but no. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, the, and, and for people who come and want advice on how to do things, I start real basic, like you... Do you drink water and do you walk around barefoot? Because if you're not willing to do either one of those things, then we can't even get started with some of the other stuff right. that we need to do. But and that is why I stay barefoot. The whole water issue is is legit. I mean, now that I've been seeing a chiropractor, um, you know, the way he worded that to me. And again, this is going to the earth. And this mm-hmm. is what he said. He said, well, what do our wild animals drink? They don't put flavor packets in their water. They <laughs> drink water. Mm-hmm. He's like, we are all meant to be able to survive on that water. And it is, again, part of the earth. Your feet are touching it. You're drinking from the earth. The earth is 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 what helped make us. Mm-hmm. So it, it does make perfect sense. I mean, it's hard for everybody. I don't love water. It's not my favorite thing. But... It, it is necessary. Yeah, Jennifer. <laughs> and even if you body. just stop and chug a bottle of water, like it's not one of those things where I would choose to, to sip water all day long. But like, I'll be like, okay, first thing in the morning, give me the bottle of water and just. Chug I usually it drink like it. half a bottle of water first thing in the morning, um, mainly because I read. <laughs> I read that. Um, I may or may not be drinking water. If there's water in that, I'm pretty sure. That, um, <laughs> it's probably the first ingredient. It's it the ice. 
it helps wake up your organs yes, and, and actually like the chinese i think it's the chinese they believe in like water healing where if you go a certain amount of like and all and, and if you drink water every day all you know like and it's the first thing you do like you said it flushes everything out and, mm-hmm. and gets rid of all the bad stuff i just started taking this stuff called diatomaceous earth and um it's you buy it at like conway feeding garden or whatever and it's I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like nature's collagen. Like, I got weirded out when I'm older, so I was like, I want to take some collagen, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's cow collagen. I don't know how I feel about taking, like, cow collagen. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. While I start mooing, like, her <laughs> hair in weird places. <laughs> like, what? I don't know. Um, but this, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, there's always a side effect. Well, you grow some extra Like, I don't have wrinkles anymore, but I moo occasionally and, like, you know. <laughs> But so this stuff is supposed to do all the same things as like collagen, but it also removes toxins and it provides silica in your body, which is what the collagen does. But it's through um, plankton and like uh, ocean type uh, critters. Like, okay. I don't know. I want to grow tentacles and claws okay. instead of moo like a cow, I guess. Is what so I, I, I don't know. I have a question then like for removing toxins. I've always seen like putting um, onion or like potato well, with a sock and sleeping with that. I I've never actually some, tried well, it. But. I think there's some truth behind it um, because once again it goes back to holistic healing. So I do, I don't know about potato. But I do know that... That okay, might have just popped in my head. You're good, but onion... But I know onion. Because she's Mrs. Potato <laughs> Head. Well, so, <laughs> so they used to actually even, um, like, do it during bubonic plague times and whatnot. They would cut an onion in half and leave it by your bed, and it will suck in the, the you know, bad viruses and bacteria and whatever. So this is actually why <coughs> you should never um, keep an onion, like, past the time you use it. If you put it in the fridge, you put it in a Ziploc bag... It might be okay, but if you just set it in the fridge, what an onion does is yeah, it pulls in bacteria. So if you're ever at, like, a picnic or at these other places where they're like, oh, the potato salad's been out forever, the mayonnaise is going to go bad, it's actually not the mayonnaise because if you think about it, like, you can set a container of mayonnaise out. It does not go bad. It's yeah, not the mayonnaise. when you buy mayonnaise. it at the store, it's, yeah, it's on the shelf. Exactly. Yeah. The mayonnaise is not what's going bad. It's what happens mayonnaise. is the onions inside the potato salad, macaroni salad, whatever kind of salad, have begun to suck in bacteria and whatever because that's what they do and then you eat that potato salad that's been sitting there all day long and you eat the onions that are contaminated Okay, so, so nobody bring potato salad to... Or no, it's not salad. salad. It's I like potatoes. Leave salad. the onions out. Well, they <laughs> eat it real quick. <laughs> but we're already at your Halloween party. But there has got to be a lot of truth to these old wives' tales. You know what I mean? Like, they're oh, around for a reason. I got it. <laughs> I miss it. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> um, okay, so I have another question. Uh, one of our episodes previously in the month, we uh, talked about some curse words. And I wondered if you had any mom stories relating oh, to that that you might like to share. Yes. And this is, um, oh God, I felt, until I, not to say that I feel like you guys failed too, because I don't, but until I started listening to all the stories from the other moms, I was like, I don't know, I'm kind of embarrassed of this one, but it's hilarious. Okay. That's what well, that's right. what we're here for. So, Are we gonna get a little raunch? No, 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 no raunch. Just, just a couple f bombs. If anybody is, if anybody's uh, sensitive to the f word, 
you know, turn off. Then you should have stopped listening a long, long before now, now anyway. Yeah. What right. the fuck? So let's see. <laughs> Silas is my middle son, and he had a thing about his pacifier, right? Like that was his thing. Like he mm-hmm. did a lot of that was his. He couldn't go to sleep without it. He needed his pacifier. Well, one night, all of a sudden, my son starts screaming, cussing at me. I didn't really understand what was going on. He looked at me and he was like, fucking mommy. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, he's crying. <laughs> fucking mommy. And I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with my kid? Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, he's screaming, fucking mommy. What'd I do? Maybe he had some of that cow collagen. No, I don't know. <laughs> Something made him moo. Yes. And I'm like, fucking mommy. And I'm like, what is going on? So I don't know. And then it kept happening. I mean, like, I get his pacifier. We're okay, whatever. But then at night, once again, Fucking mommy! And I'm like, why is my child cussing at me? And then I had like a spark of, oh, okay. So you know when you're like upset and it's in the middle of the night, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and your kid wakes up screaming because he lost his pacifier? And you're like running around the room going, where's the fucking pacifier? Where's the fucking pacifier? Have you seen a fucking pacifier? Well, guess what's easier to say than pacifier? Fucking. So... My two-year-old literally thought that this passy was called a fucking. (laughs) And it took me about six good weeks to break him because he really did think it was called a fucking. So when he was yelling, fucking mommy, it was because he wanted his pacifier. And it took me a second to figure it out. It also took me a while to break him of saying, I was like, passy. He's like, fucking. And I'm like, passy. He's like, fucking. Give it to me, mommy. And I'm like, I felt like a total uh, failure as a mom, and I do. Have, it's a funny story, but yeah, my child called a pacifier a fucking for a good six weeks because he really did think that that's what it was called. So that's be careful, great. people out there, what you do and say because they will pick it up. They are little sponges. You have to erase some of the stuff, or you know, backtrack and fix some of the stuff that you did. So that was definitely uh, yeah. uh, fucking mommy. I'll never forget. So. Um, <laughs> I know that you and I, um, and I think Abby and Jen as well, were privy to this story. And I think our listeners might really enjoy this too, with your youngest son's teacher. (laughs) So when the teacher goes around the classroom for, uh, was it kindergarten or first grade? No, it was. And asks what your parents do for a living. No, it was just that, I guess, Silas just was telling stories. First of all, he, he calls it um, a ghostillation. It's never been an investigation. So this is your middle son. He's the middle one. Okay. Ghostillation. He's like, Daddy's going on a ghostillation. That's what he would call the investigations. Ghostillations. And we've never kept any of it from the kids. You know, mm-hmm. like, we were very open with what we say and what we believe and what we do because, you know, we want to be honest with the kids and let them know what's going on and that sort of thing. But so I go to a parent-teacher conference. <laughs> and it's uh, Silas's kindergarten teacher. And um, we're sitting there, and she's like, Silas is great. He's a wonderful kid. He does what he's supposed to do. And he's nice, and he's compassionate. And I'm like, oh, it's lovely. Yay. And so I'm sitting there, and she's like, but. And I'm like, mm, okay, but, okay, <laughs> but, but what? And she said, he's a little bit of a fibber. And I was like, kind of taken back by it. I was like, what do you mean he's a fibber? Well, mm, he likes to tell stories about how his daddy's a ghost hunter and his mommy's a witch. 
<laughs> and uh, I didn't really know how to respond because I mean we are in the Bible Belt, yeah. you know, like, like. That's <laughs> 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 so probably what she thought, but she did maintain composure. What she really <laughs> meant to say was. <laughs> <laughs> so um, but we, we we turned it around. I explained to her. I said, well um. That doesn't necessarily make him a fibber. And then she looked at me like in terror, just a little bit, slightly scared. I said, it's okay. Um, you know, he just... I'm going to put a spell on you. I said to her, I said, my husband is a demonologist. We do uh, do ghost hunting. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. Like, you know, I said, and I work in a metaphysical shop. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's not lying. Oh, okay. You know, and then we proceeded to discuss... Her grumpy bear. So, and then, I mean, I identify with these kindergarten, first grade teachers because I wouldn't want to be one on my best day. No. Uh-huh. And I told her that. They, I said, they have all my yeah, respect. Yeah. All, every fiber of respect and I, I have to give goes I to them. Her that. But at the same time, the, um, I'm what they refer to as a yoga empath, which means that if you run into me, it's a good thing, but... You might shed a couple tears, but it's always for growth. Hey, that's how I met her. (laughs) I didn't shed a tear. I didn't mean to segue into that. But I might have had a little knee knocking going on. (laughs) And that was before my surgery. (laughs) But no, what it ended up being was that I think that she needed to um, hear some of the things I had to say. And um, she was stressed out. Again, become educated. She's stressed out. A lot of things going on. And sometimes you don't necessarily see what you're doing. And... When somebody tactfully, because I also believe that truth without tact is abuse. So you can be truthful with someone and you don't have to be a jerk about it. You know what I mean? So in other words, when I have described myself as brutally honest, that's not necessarily tactful because the word brutal says it all right there. Well, the thing about it is, is it's absolutely okay to be honest, but it's delivery is key. Yeah. You know, correct. So, um, I mean, you want to talk to somebody about something, that's fine. But just make sure you've prepared the conversation in a way is that you're not going to hurt them, like, any more than they might already be hurt by what you're having to say to them. Yeah. You know, and that's what I did with this teacher. And she, uh, you know, before it was said and done, I gave her a piece of black tourmaline. And she gave me, actually, she asked, she said, can I please hug you? And I was like, yeah, absolutely, you can hug me. And I gave her a big hug and as she plucked a piece of hair out of the back right, of her head. Exactly, for just in case. But no, I absolutely did not. Um, but we had a great rest of the year. And then this year when Of course I, she did. I'm sure it was on fucking honor roll. No. Hey, no, they earned that shit, but you know. But no, it was then then this year when I went to the mailbox and got out my youngest son's paper who said his teacher was the same teacher i said here we go again (laughs) but at least she knows he's not a liar (laughs) so there's another story i know of um that i think our listeners would get a mad kick out of oh you gotta let me pee if it's a story about how many i got nope nope we can skip that entirely that's not my best moment (laughs) that's okay um but no i did i think you told the story she made me tell it at the pure of the which one i no 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 i want you to tell really quick about when you asked aislinn what she wanted. Aislinn's her oldest daughter, Bree's oldest daughter. I want you to tell the story really quickly about how you asked what Aislinn wanted to eat for dinner and what her response was to you. <laughs> that what I can do real quick. Yes, no. Okay, so I also... Yes, um, no. We do yes, that no. a lot, too. Yes, 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 no. All right, so, um, yeah, I uh, I also, uh, I, I 
moonlight as a bartender and I end up getting home really late at night sometimes and my oldest my likes to hang out with me and sit and talk about whatever crazy thing mom's gonna come up with after her you know shift or whatever so it was probably about 1 1 30 in the morning and I go to the refrigerator and I open the refrigerator and my daughter's sitting on the other side of the kitchen I'm like I'm really hungry what should I eat all of a sudden I hear the souls of the innocent <laughs> and it's my 12 year old and I'm like god she's still my kid <laughs> I don't want those today I already had them full <laughs> She's opened the door for me. <laughs> Bree's gonna poop this time. No, I got a pee. Stop this right there to the left. <laughs> so, I hope you listeners are enjoying our episode thus far. And, um, Abby, were we able to obtain any specific questions from our listeners with our quick, uh, very quick? Hey, get them in. Yeah. You got four days. Uh, yeah, fortunately not. Um, I think because it was such short notice. Yeah. Um, which was kind of to be expected. Um, but I, I personally still have a few more questions. As I'm sure Jennifer and I mean we can just we can roll with it because I could listen to her speak for days, honestly. Um, and you know if you listeners want to give us feedback. Um, as always, you know, mm-hmm. reach out and let us know. Did you enjoy Bree's uh, presence? And do you have more questions for her? Because just because we had her on today as a special uh, Halloween edition doesn't mean that we can't have her back. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, um, you know, Bree has a lot more information. She just mentioned metaphysical shop and, um, you know, giving termal, tourmaline, black tourmaline. black tourmaline to the teacher. So... Um, I don't know that we'll touch on the stones per se today, but I think it might be nice since we've, okay, I have mentioned <laughs> Low Country Magic numerous freaking times, um, it might be nice to actually have Brie back with her business partner, yeah. Bertina, where the two of them can join in with us and maybe talk about what these different stones mean and how they can help um, in the healing process of different things in the future. Right, and not just um, crystals, like we got Reiki. Right. And herbs mm-hmm. and the crystals and just in general, um, I'll say life coaching because that sounds so cliche, but just really, like we talked before, helping ladies and everybody, well, for ladies, becoming, <laughs> becoming, becoming the best versions of ourselves. And, and that's what, you know, me and Pertina do every day. Mm-hmm. We, we sit there, we try to convince our husbands that we're working. <laughs> they're like, you're not wink, wink. You're just hanging out with your best friend, you know. But no, we really do. It. You would be surprised. That's her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we would love to come back and, and do a and whole separate. Well, we're not. We're not done with you. We oh, were no, just we're filling done. a little airspace while you were filling the toilet bowl. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I've had three kids in three C-sections, so that bladder is not what she used to be. Not even close. So where were we at? What were we talking about? Um, we're, we're, oh, the, we're the, going I, into the ditch. Oh, yeah. say, you, you had me, me talk about the teacher. All right, Miss Abby, you got another question for me? Um, if one was interested in um, becoming a pagan witch, how would one do so, or like, how would you start? Um, well, or do you really have to feel that you have something within you that makes sense to no, begin with? No, and the thing with? about it is, is it doesn't have to be pagan. Like, I have a lot of Christian witch friends. Okay. Like, which for me is like powerful female. Like, that's about it. Like, that um, knows who she is, know who she, knows who she wants to be, carries herself in a certain way. Um, 
So for those that, and I'm, I'm just jumping in on your question, like kind of, mm-hmm. you know, umbrella and I'm flopping around on the inside. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm on the outside. I'm the raindrop. <laughs> we don't know Becky what you are. Know I'm not pulling the wind of the metal. The metal is going to come up because the wind is, yeah, I'd have no clue. <laughs> I'm not a clue. So, um, well, damn. See, no, I don't have a clue. No, you whipping around, flapping. Whipping, flapping, raindrop. She, she lost her. No, I lost it because I went onto the umbrella. <laughs> oh, bad witches. Yeah. So you're talking about, you know, all of the uh, those of us. Let's face it. There's some bad I mean, witches out there. <laughs> yeah. And so... Um, there's good and bad at everything, Of though. course there you is. Know? I mean, there's good Christians, there's bad Christians. There's so one of my and... questions, because I also... That's a very good question, and I'd like to hear if you have more to elaborate on it, but in a segue onto it... Oh, hail. Bad witches. That old brain. Yeah. <laughs> mother. Pearl. I don't know. <laughs> I may or may not be drinking. No, okay. Something about bad witches. Bad witches, um, you know, like, are there are there people that can do, you know, the voodoo dolls and the Ouija boards? And, and like, how, how real is it? Well, and how can you cast away from that type of evil? That, uh, uh, okay, I kind of get what you're saying. Okay. And... It's kind of something I want, like, so if someone, like, put a spell on someone, like, how to break it, almost, and... Well, I know, when's it, all right. (laughs) What is he answering first? Okay, hang on, hang on. So, there are are bad, there are people who hex... Fire away. There are, um, I mean, but you, what you don't understand is that words are power i mean when you really even get down to brass tacks what is it what is what what kind of test does your child take every week when he spelling makes the le- oh i'm sorry what'd you say spelling test yeah speak up <laughs> but even knows you're here i got it right <laughs> all right so please explain to me why making the letters in the correct order are called what now spelling what? I can't hear you. Spelling! I said. Right. Like a spell. So, spelling. You okay. I mean, come on now. Why else is it called spelling? It could be writing words in the right way. I don't know there's a better word for it, but literally it's called spelling. Hmm. Okay? It's because what you say, you create. So some people... Which boils down into manifestation. Anything. Anything. It's no matter what, if it's good or bad. So like because my manifestor is all broken right now. We're gonna work on that. Thank you. I can help you. I can't. <laughs> I did I that last time, and nobody can that. see this. It's okay. I did it last time. You all knew what I was too. talking about. <laughs> She's flipping her look, finger look, like look, a little look. flaccid penis. Did she say plastic penis? I said plastic penis. No, I used the scientific. <laughs> I heard plastic too. <laughs> it was flaccid. Okay. I heard okay. it. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm like, okay. No, you guys have been to too many pure romance parties. No, I'm sorry, sorry, but I, I have, I have. I like the real thing. Right. <laughs> and they no longer take batteries. They actually charge into your nose. <laughs> Shout out to Steph right now in our, in our upcoming pure romance party. This guy. Yes, actually, actually, it's already happened. Oh right! <laughs> It'll be great in a creepy it's warehouse. It's like three. And I think I brought a demon home with me to three, three, three. <laughs> Only half. 
<laughs> to be <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> Holy crap. Anyway, um, so <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Oh. To answer your question, Jennifer, besides the spelling thing, the point behind that is is that if you if your intention is strong, if your will is strong, if you're somebody who always does what they say they're gonna do and you make things happen, then your words are like all you need. You don't need a candle, you don't need herbs, you don't need incense, you don't need nothing because it's all about intent anyway. And so if your intent so is So if strong, I keep manifesting it, it may just happen. No, absolutely. But you have to you have to I was on. advised by a certain someone, I won't say any names, Bree. Um, <laughs> told me and, and some people might be like, Oh, this is for lack of a better term, hocus pocus, which just came out on September thirtieth, a month ago. Again, we're free recording. It was like two days ago, but anyway. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone right now. <laughs> Facts. Um, hell, what is wrong with my brain today? Focus, focus. Yep. <laughs> Weenie. 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 No, manifesting. <laughs> I want to be myself. <laughs> Becky's got to poop now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. We okay. need... <sighs> I need my thermostat. <laughs> no, you said, like, hocus pocus. I don't remember right. what hocus pocus was about, but you were talking about... I don't know. Right. This is gone. Jennifer's question to me was, what do you do if somebody hexed you? We were talking about manifesting. And, and I, yes, and then you were... Oh, the show! I showed you she, how to... She, she told oh, me to watch secret. something, the and secret. I said... Yes. The secret. Oh, good Lord. Thank God. And we made the there. power. Yes, it's called The Secret. It does uh, stream on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I don't know about any or, other, but it's called The Secret. It's about an hour and a half. Isn't there a book? Yeah, there's a book, too. I'm it's sure. all I watched it. I've read the book. And, I mean, I think you have to... You either got to be kind of tuned in or you're not. Like, you, you it either... Like, it might relate to you, or you're just like... There's only two kind of people that watch The Secret, okay? There's me, who was like, oh, damn, I've been doing some things wrong. And then there's people like my brother, okay, who is the complete polar opposite of me. And he's like, oh, hell no. You're not going to tell me that everything I've done is my fault or anything is my fault at all. No No accountability. Right. Or people like me who are like, oh, shit, I was thinking that, and I Doing that. Yeah. I'm not supposed to do So that. it basically okay, so talks yeah. about the law of attraction, the power of positivity. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not and, even which we were talking about earlier. Right. Well, it's not even the power of positivity. It's, it is the law. It's not a theory. It's not an idea. It is the law that what you put out, you get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you, you put out. what you sow. So I often, my, one of my little brisms is that how can you be an asshole and expect not to get shit on Mm-hmm. Because, like, literally, that's what happens to assholes, you know? And so these people that are constantly complaining and nothing's ever good enough and all, you know, the reason why their life is shit is because they put out shit. Yeah, and they dwell and so, in it. Yeah, and, but it goes the same way with, like, worry or anything. Like, mm-hmm. what you don't realize is that the reason why these things that you worry about happen is because you spend time worrying on them. Whatever you think you create. And so some people are down with that idea and some people are not. And if you think you might be down with that idea, then you need to watch The Secret. I actually did have somebody ask me, and it kind of hit home with me, too, um, because I feel, although I am not near as educated on all of this as you are, 
I do feel I'm very mini protege, and I'm not talking about my height. Um, <laughs> but I, first of all, I feel that I have had things going on in my life where I'm, I'm tuned in. I just haven't educated myself about it. But here's, here's a question that was asked of me. So if you manifest good things, good things will happen. And when you watch this, quote unquote, the secret, um, one of the things that they talk about is money. And, you know, that they envisioned winning the lottery. Well, guess what? Last year, I was supposed to win the lottery by Halloween night. And it's a, it's Halloween night now. I mean, soon or before. I don't know. We, we record. And I may or may not be drinking. <coughs> did you win the lottery? No! It's not and I And I did, I did say, you know, I didn't say just like a dollar. Like, I'm like, I'm going to get millions and this is who I'm you know, giving it to you. Like, I'm not going to be greedy with it. I just, I, I want, you know, and granted, everybody wants to win the lotto. So if we're all a law of attraction and I'm, I'm in it to win it and I can envision myself <laughs> with the money and who I'm empowering with it. The problem with that is, is there's too many people feeding off that same idea. Mm. Yeah. So that's where the problem is. The problem is there's too many people feeding it. That's why you All right, well, listen to our podcast and buy our merch that's about to come out. <laughs> And see, hold on, and but that's that's joking, but not joking. Yeah. The thing about that is, is that maybe have, maybe your niche isn't the lottery. Maybe you maybe guys' niche is else. monsters, and you guys are gonna do great, and you guys are gonna go, you know, blow up and go. Because the only limit is the limit you give it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and the thing about the law of attraction is that you can't manifest things by sitting on your ass. Like you, you have, yeah. you, you have to still do stuff yeah. to make the ball roll. You can't just be like, I want everything, and you're gonna sit there and be like, I'm watching YouTube or whatever. I mean, you can't do that. Yeah, you still have to make the moves. Now, what you're not allowed to know, what really sucks, is that you don't get to know the how. Mm-hmm. The how is not what you get to know. Yeah, what you do and what you get to know is you get to know your desire. Now, and one thing that people mess up a lot about is want versus will. And mm. This is a little snippet. This is a little gimmick. And we just did want versus need. Well, but this is this is a little nugget. Okay, this is part of what you'll find in either the secret or the power. And I don't go recommend a bunch of self help books, so I don't want anybody to think that I'm like jumping on every self help bandwagon because mm-hmm. I'm not. These two books in particular, I recommend to everyone and anyone I have ever recommended them to has come back and told me they changed their lives. Mm-hmm. And it was the secret, which you can even watch the movie, and you don't have to wait, <laughs> read the book, or the power. The power is, like, the way I explain it is if you watch The Secret and you're like, okay, law of attraction, cool. So I look at you and go, hey, there's this thing called math in the universe. And you're like, math? And I'm like, yeah, math. And you're like, okay, but what do you do with that? Like, okay, I know there's math now, but I don't know how to use math. Mm-hmm. But I know there's Clearly. math. Right? I don't. Exactly. <laughs> See, this is why I use this analogy. See? I'm glad you're picking up what I'm putting down. I am. So what the power does is it provides you with your equations, okay. your how-tos. So instead of just being aware that this thing exists, you know how to use it. Because mm-hmm. you can you can inadvertently shoot yourself in the foot using it if you don't know how to use it right. Mm-hmm. So, will versus want. This is one of the most important things I learned. If you're sitting around and you want another job, you want a different house, you want, you know, another, you know, whatever... What are you actually putting out when you're like, I want a job, I want a job, I want a different job. What are you actually putting out? Just words. Want. 
Yeah, you're putting out want. Mm -hmm. So if you get back what you put out, what are you in fact receiving back? More want. More want. So if you change your work, I won that one. You did good job, So yeah, and it sounds so little and minuscule, and how could that matter so much? And it really does change will versus want. Mm -hmm. So if you sit there and you say, I will have a better job. I will have a nicer house. I will have a better, you know, whatever it is that you're desiring mm -hmm. and change the wording from want to will, watch how much faster things happen. Hmm. And so it's that's the kind of stuff that I teach. I will win the lottery. I <laughs> will give it but to you. But the thing about it is here. you have to believe it. So if you say it, but you don't actually believe it. Oh, I it, believe it. Then you I just see keep it. it going. Do you, but see, if you've been saying want, you need to switch it. I will win the I will. I will win the I know I will. If anybody's going to, it probably will be you. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so. So yeah, I think that that was a really good question because, you know, I think that a lot of people think with, with for lack of a better term, self-proclaimed witches, Okay. Um, well, you know, if you can put a spell on this and you can, you know, you can do this and whatever they, they, you know, you're the voodoo queen or whatever word they want to <laughs> incorporate into what you follow or what others out there that follow under the umbrella, um, then why aren't you rich? Why aren't you royalty? Why aren't you, you know, how come you don't have these things if you supposedly have that? Everything ability. Costs. That's yes. what I say. Everything has a price. Everything costs. Right. So, I mean, there's truth in a lot of movies. They're not all 100% true, but there's a lot of truth to them. First of all, magic is expensive. And black magic is very expensive. And what I mean by that is if you use it, it's going to cost you. It may not come out today. It may not come out tomorrow, but it's going to come back. And so for me, it also takes your pretty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, is that what happened? Oh no, I mean, but like, if the more you exert, the more you use. Can I borrow it, some it, of that cow shit? No, <laughs> you don't need to. But, <laughs> but so, it's not cheap. Mm -hmm. And some of us prefer to not expend our energy or our right. efforts onto things that, I mean, like, I may not be monetarily rich. But I am so rich yes. in comparison to so many people. It's not even funny. I, I mean, I have what I need. All my needs are met, and most of my wants are met. Like, I have them. I mean, I live in a My family a is happy. Like, my family yes. is healthy. Yes. We have vehicles to get from point A to B and the money to put gas in the exactly. car. Mm -hmm. Granted, we're, I think, all four of us sitting here at the moment are... You know, your typical American paycheck-to-paycheck paycheck family. But, and clearly, all of our listeners... Um, all of us are on the same level. We want, we will, we need. Right. But you have to, okay, so love and gratitude are the two biggest emotions that help you manifest. And it goes back to any Bible verse or any other thing. If you think about it, if you're not thankful for what you have, not only are you going to lose what you have, but you won't get anything else. I mean, like that is, that's standard. So what that basically explains is like you have to be grateful for what you have or you won't get any more. And not only that, you're going to lose what you already have. Yeah. And that's so, huge. So I actually, um, I think I was talking to you a little bit about this earlier today. Um, you Halloween. Know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, it was probably about six, 
like a little over six years ago, I was in a really bad place. Um, you know, I didn't like understand. I was always negative about everything, over worrying and all this stuff. And everything that could possibly go wrong would go wrong. And I spent about a week in bed because it was so debilitating um, how negative I was thinking. And at the end of that week, I woke up and I said, I don't want to live like this. And I started thinking positive and I started being um, and very optimistic, like trying to find the good in if something bad happened, mm -hmm. what is the good that comes out right. of this bad happening? And for the last, you know, six years, you know, I found I wasn't looking and I found love, mm -hmm. um, who, a great man, you know, who loves my kids like they're his own. And. They, I mean, I moved here mm -hmm. and I left all that negativity behind. And yes, I have bad days still. There's still days where I might overthink or, you know, I get in my ways. But that also, I, when I first started dating Chris, I was like, why do you want to be with me? Like, I'm damaged. I'm broken. And, you know, I was with a narcissist and you know everything so and who cheated on me like the whole time we were together so it took me probably about two years to overcome like questioning oh mm -hmm. well he's out here what is he really doing like really insecurity he, oh, right yeah. no, really the, he the, was yeah. he the, was just at work but the worst is is that you when you come from an abusive relationship you don't know how to appreciate a good one right mm -hmm. and that takes time yes. yeah yeah so i totally understand yeah. that came from and, the same thing and after six Thank years granted those those thoughts are way far and in between but it is so much better now and i do always try and see the positive side mm -hmm. in things happening well, and stuff like that some people say oh it's placebo okay well fine let's take the metaphysics out of it let's take the paranormal out of it let's take all of that out of it okay let's just say it is just having a better mindset so in the last six years do you not just feel better just having a better mindset? Yeah. There you go. I feel like a lot It doesn't better. have to be law of attraction. It doesn't have to be metaphysical. It doesn't have to be anything at all other than realizing that I feel better thinking like this than I used to with the woe is me, mm -hmm. poor me, why me, mm -hmm. God hates me, you know, and never taking responsibility for what I was actually doing or putting out. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, whether it's metaphysical or whether it is just a better attitude, so be it. But it's a better way to live. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Fuck. <laughs> I was telling her how to get ice cubes. <laughs> For my water. For my water melted. <laughs> um, so, I actually have a true story to tell, and I'm going to leave all names out of it. But I would like your thought process on this. Okay. I may or may not be related to this person. Just brought it a little closer. Um, so, there was a person who had a boss that was just the worst boss ever. Not that they, you know, not that their expectations were, you know, too tough. It just that they were 
verbally abusive, emotionally abusive. And I do believe, if I may say, even sexual harassment was a part of the story as well. I don't really recall that part, but I just know it was absolute torture to be an employee of this human being. And on one fine evening when the employee um, had a moment to themselves, um, they sat down with what may or may not have been a drink and um, some candles just for the ambiance, but was brewing and steaming and festering inside of them what they have been put through. And now I'm going back. This is in the day of the yellow pages. Let your fingers do the walking. Do you know what that is, Abby? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> For you listeners that don't, it's called the phone book. When we also we when we all used to have landlines, you know, the things that you can't take to your car and the grocery store and all that. Okay. <laughs> I have so, a landline too. Oh, well, aren't you fucking fabulous? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I can't so, believe you guys have given Becky the button. I, I still am perplexed as to how Becky ended up with the buttons. Anyway, That's perfect. Continue. I don't know how she ended up with the buttons. It has been... Inf- what the hell is happening? Somebody's buzzing and it's not me. My children My children are like, Mom, you, you've been gone long enough. I'm literally across the street and I told them that too. I'm like, I'm across the street. So this person, um, in their emotional, um, I'm, I'm going to hold that story for a moment because the question goes to our witchcraft lady over here and her damn children are calling. These little, you know, what do you call them? Goblins. Crotch goblins. Crotch goblins. Ankle biters. You know where I'm going with this story and I think I may have told you yeah, as well I but we're so. I know exactly where you're going mm-hmm. at first I was like what yeah and, then I and I'm trying to keep it safe for obvious reasons um because what is you're about to hear in this story was not intentional but it lets you know that some of us have some powers and and can yeah just by thinking it and can tap right into it um so i mean i guess i'm not gonna leave dead air here i'm gonna i'll tell you guys and you're gonna have to endure me repeating myself so this person um cut the name and address and phone number out of the phone book Mm. and put it in a bowl or ashtray oh now i just gave the gender that's okay. Um, they put it in a bowl or ashtray, although they didn't smoke, so it probably wasn't an ashtray, but ended up lighting it on fire. Mm. Okay? And whatever. The, the night went on, and they went to bed, and, well, the next... Uh, uh, is everything okay? No. No, one slammed the other on the floor. Oh. I said, if you don't put slam on each other, I'm going to slam it both when I get up. <laughs> oh, God. Children. So to us listeners, I'm going to backtrack that sorry, last few so sentences. Sorry. It's quite yeah, all right. See, no, it's real life. Real moms, real life. Right. Like, that's the monster shit that just happened just yeah. now. He's slamming me on the floor. Where's your sister? On the computer. Literally, like, right there. She's the one that's supposed to be in charge. Do, do they need stitches? Not yet. Okay. And the house is <laughs> not on fire, so... 
Oh, carry on, ladies. Huh. Yeah. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> I- ironic. I love ironic. it. <laughs> ironic wit. I get ironic wit. Right? Wit, Jennifer. Right? Get her. Get her, Jen. With the get anonymous her. issues. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm backing up to when Brie had children slamming each other and calling the teller. Sorry. This person had their alcoholic right. beverage. Candles. Candles. Nothing in particular. Just they the had thoughts. the the, yes. um, mm-hmm. the phone book and they cut this the boss's name, address, and phone number out of the phone book, mm-hmm. placed it in a bowl or whatever in front of them, mm-hmm. and lit it on fire. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, the next morning. When the person that did said things woke up, found out that boss's house burned to the ground that same night. Now, mind you, this person that did this has never done anything like that in their life. Didn't know that they had coincidence. Maybe. No. But, right. <laughs> no. That's... I say, like... There's no coincidence. And and the person that, that did this has, like, she... Don't ever... Damn it, I did the gender again. Yeah, but it's a she. Breaking it down for you. Don't ever tell anybody this because, I mean, nicest person, nicest human being ever, like, doesn't have evil thoughts, doesn't wish evil things for Very people. Very But apparently, the, the person that was abusing her took over the nicety in her and and so you don't think coincidence at all you do believe that this individual has the power to think it and make it happen ish i mean like what a very crazy coincidence would you like would you like a a personal story that is actually very personal very very that's up to you if If you'd like to share. share yeah i'll share um she may or may not be drinking. I may or may not be drinking. <laughs> I may or may not open another water. I'm going to share. I may or may not go get some ice for that water. Well, it's important for me to share because I'll catch up. See, you already know the story. Oh, there you go. These guys know the story. Okay. All right. So, a few years back, I was going to a rock convention, and it was in North Carolina, and we had to go through the Smoky Mountains, and um, so... Background for me is that before I moved to South Carolina, I actually lived in Knoxville for like 12 years. Love Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my Knoxville people. Still do love you. Um, but so as I'm driving through the Smokies in North Carolina, I'm like thinking none of, none of this stuff came out of my mouth. And I'm still fairly new to all this stuff. You know what I mean? Like I'm a couple years in, but I'm still really new. I don't understand who I am and what I can do and... That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving, <laughs> and I'm just thinking how much I miss the mountains, how much I would love to live in the mountains again. I do how, know this story. Yep. How, I'm back. How I would, uh, you know, just really like to live in Knoxville again, because part of the reason why I left was because my daughter's biological father lives in Knoxville, and we just can't share the same state mm-hmm. like he and my husband would be like oil and water like there would be no copacetic picking up dropping off kids like it just would not be okay um my daughter's biological father physically harmed me mm-hmm. so therefore my husband has no bigger desire than to physically harm him you know what i mean like yeah and i can't i mean i get it you know what i mean like i get it we're grown but i still get it yeah um so there's that and so that's why we've lived in Conway. It's because we can't, you know, share Tennessee. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm a shitty mom and kept my daughter away from her father or anything like that. I did not. 
It was an open line of communication. He could have talked. He could have written. He could have done whatever he wanted, whenever I he wanted. I am right there did. with you okay. and have the same experience. Okay. Could have. I never said no. He never. There was never any cards to give or show or phone calls. He would text me, but not call her. I mean, that was those for years. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So or say he's coming to pick her up and never show no, up. No, not that. Uh, well, not quite that. that far. But at the same time, so you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So there was like, I mean, like, I wasn't being an asshole mom. Like, no, you can't. No, he showed no interest. He paid no child support. Uh, I think I got a pack of diapers in almost 10 years. And I he did send me money, um, but it was to keep himself out of jail. So I did get a good little chunk, which was allowed, you know, I did get a nice traverse out of it and whatnot. But that was only because he was going to go to jail. He died. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ahead of myself. Let me back up. So I'm in the car, right? I'm in the car, and, and these are the things I'm thinking. And they never came out of my mouth. This was May 9th, 2019. And I remember because it was Mother's Day weekend because I I'd sacrificed going to this convention for Crystal's on Mother's Day and I knew I was getting home like on Mother's Day like mm-hmm. so it still was Mother's Day so that's May 9th and then fast forward 10 days and it's May 19th and like I said the things that were going through my head was like you can't move back to Knoxville the only way you could ever live in Knoxville or even Tennessee again is if um, Adam was his name is if he was no longer with us if he wasn't here if he was dead that was it's the only it's the only that's what you were thinking while way. you were driving back yes. home the 10 days before yes. but I wasn't like plotting or planning or anything else it was literally just a there's no way that we could survive copacetically. You were putting the pros and cons in your category in right. your head yeah. on how and never you came could out get of my there. Mouth. Right. Never you came were, out of my mouth. Yeah. Right. There was somebody yeah. else in the car with me. It wasn't a conversation. It was not anything that was ever outwardly expressed. It was 100% in my head. And 10 days later, I was driving home from my job, and I got a phone call through Facebook Messenger, and it was one of his cousins. And it was just weird because the second the phone rang, I was like, he's either dead or in the hospital because these people don't even call me when he goes to jail anymore because, I mean, there's a history. I mean, he hurt me. That's why we weren't together anymore. You know, there was a lot of things. So, like, not a horrible person, but not the best person and, you know, whatever, but not necessarily wanted to see him dead. But according to his cousin, he got into a drunken fight with a kid and he ended up stabbed to death under a full moon. May 19th. Crazy. Under a full moon, May 19th of 2019. And I am not making light of that. No, but it is creepy. But in the same matter. sense, like it is moon. creepy. A full moon. This is a Halloween episode. That is the something moon. legit that you thought about that happened. Very well. And, and, to, and to just piggyback on the full moon, because a lot of people don't understand. The there, are, there are a few people that pay attention to the moon. Teachers, bartenders, and like correctional officers. Because... <laughs> The moon does bring at ER people like the moon affects the tide, which is water. We're like seventy percent water. If you don't think that the moon affects you, you're wrong. Well, and plus the Earth is mostly made out yeah, of water. Yeah, so it does. It amplifies whatever mood you're in. Mm-hmm. So if you're happy and everything's great, you're gonna be happy and everything's great times ten. If you end up getting into a funk, it's gonna take over. It'll drag you down. So, but what I found odd is that, yes, this in particular night was full moon, and he picked a fight with a 22-year-old. He was 37. Oh, my Atlanta. Um, and the 22-year-old was prior military. Mm. And so it didn't end well for him. 
Well, that you know, goes. That whatever goes. happened. I'm sorry to cut you off, Jennifer. That's just the usual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> um, did the 22-year-old end up having any repercussions from his death that I you're aware that of? He pled, um, uh, like self self-defense. Defense. Yeah. And I think that he did get some time, but ultimately it was ruled self-defense. Because it was a drunken fight and a kid protected himself. Right. You know. Um, so. Going back to like the full moon and the Mercury retrograde and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you remember or you, Abby, um, Becky and Abby. Um, it was actually, it came up in my memories um, recently. You uh, mean Kate? With what? the full moon behind us? Uh, it was that night. But, uh, or one of those nights around there, but um, we had a fire and we were all... Not in our house, in a fire pit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you for clarifying, Becky. And I actually... Random fires in the living room. I actually really didn't want to come and then came out and, but I was like snotty and snooty and like had an attitude and you, Becky, called me out on it. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I can't. I, I was like, I'm just not in the mood. Like, I'm, I'm grouchy. And um, a friend of mine, like, was like, well. And I, I messaged her. I'm like, hey, I'm in this funk. I can't get out of it. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And she's the one who actually, like, was like, well, Mercury retrograde and everything. And then it all made sense. And so I actually, like. Well, I don't know where I was going with that, but... Okay, so, okay. I was, like, ladies, I was 36 years old before I bit into any of this stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? I was, like, grown, grown. How old are you now? I'm... I'll be 43 on Tuesday. Motherfucker, I'm still the old man. Ah, you are. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you can but be I'm a lover because you're the same age as Chris. I'm the second oldest. <laughs> Your so, lover... She's the same age as Chris. Yeah, she's, she did just say I could be her lover. What the hell? Kelly. She's the same <laughs> age as Chris. Is that the only reason? Never no, mind. Wow. <laughs> 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 sorry, C- sorry, Cynthia. You're still my lover. I love you. No, now who the fuck is that? <laughs> when I my think of lover. I'm supposed to be the bestie. Okay, you're my bestie, but Cynthia is my lover. She's done some things to me, too, Cynthia. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on. Where were we? I don't know. Your age, 36, before you tapped in to this. So so what I'm I'm saying is is that, like, I... When I first got around, like, the lady that helped me get to where I'm at, she she started out in a flea market. You know, she was in a flea market. I'm like... Okay, how much of this am I gonna put stock into? And the more I was around it, the more I started realizing there were things to it. You know what I mean? And um, so I just don't want anybody to think that I just full wholeheartedly jumped into this whole thing like goddesses and gods and this and that and the other. If you want to be her lover, you should check her bra right now because no, I, I don't have any. <gasps> no, I know they're too- what. But you know what? Your wrists are packed. Okay. But because listen, <laughs> the bra used to be packed because I only had tumbles. Now being part owner of a store, I'm a big baller and I can I can have bracelets. <laughs> but yes, everyone, I used to carry massive amounts of stones in my boobies because I only had one or two rocks. But now I 
can afford bracelets. Yeah, that's it. But and for all of you that couldn't see, I did feel she did the rest of it. Thank you, thank you for that. So, goodness, where were we? Market, the more that you got into it, the more you realized there was something behind it. Right. So Look at I kept track for a You change. did high five. Hi, Becky. High five. She Woo-hoo. did good. So point being is, is that Uh-oh. I just don't want you. Oh to... wait a minute! Oh, now she's oh, straddling oh. her. She's twerking. Oh. <laughs> Goodness! On all these, carry on. How long was it going? Yeah, we're gonna probably wind down here, but it is a special edition. Well, so. Does anybody have any lingering questions? Because I could really go on, and there's certain things that can be talked about for literally forever. But at the same time, I would love to come back again. And yeah. like I said, maybe one of these times have Tina come in so we can talk about and be all more in depth. Than yeah, because I because what like I said, what it boils down to is they they call it witchcraft or magic, and that's really just eh. what it boils down to is holistic healing. And whether it's with crystals that have vibrations and we can prove that everything has vibrations and we have crystals in our brains and there's crystals in your TVs and there's crystals like everywhere. Your third eye. Yeah, I mean like it, the it, eye of Horus. Well Horus. There's a lot more to it than just that, trust me. <laughs> what but, do you call a gay dinosaur? I don't know. Megasaurus. <laughs> there's the silent <laughs> laugh again. What do you call lesbian dinosaur? I don't know. Lick a lot of puss. <laughs> oh, my. Sorry. I think it's funny. <laughs> I got I love who you love. Choose who you love. I'm down with the sickness. But uh, that shit's hysterical. I really, no. And that's, you know what? That's another segue to another Momster show because I would love to come on mm-hmm. and have um, a discussion about moms of LGBTQ kids. Yeah. Because I Absolutely. have one. And, uh, you know, so that's been yeah, Jen fun one for too. me. Mm-hmm. And, and learning, and uh, I would love to help other moms maybe be understanding and like help cope, the yeah. coping so, mechanisms. So there's, I, like I said, I'm a super fan, and um, I would love to guest star again. Whatever <laughs> you would like. I mean, we live across the street from each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah. not as close across the street as us three. She, no, I, I live across a major highway that would have killed me if they would have let me drive home from that pure romance. Park. Yes. Which, thank you, Becky. Yeah. Well, for I'm not letting that happen. My sent my husband and my other friend Amanda's husband. I'm like, go get her. And our neighborhood is not that hard to get out of. And this girl she got there's three roads and one of them's a cul-de-sac, and she was stuck in there. And it's all of. Remember, I said I hadn't drank in like seven years, and I had a good. But control. we we. We saved the day. We we got her and her car yep. back to my home. Yep. At which point, um, do you know the first thing I said to my husband when I jumped out the car? No, honey, I got us a butterfly. <laughs> a butterfly? <laughs> yes, it was a pure romance party. Oh, I got the butterfly. <laughs> I was so excited about the fucking butterfly. It was a butterfly. I got Tom. Um, what is the butterfly? It's a, I got a bunch of stuff. It's a remote That's how you got pregnant. Little. I got a swing. <laughs> On the swing. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, happy Halloween, everyone. We're glad that you are listening. Um, we hope you continue to listen. Please share away to your friends, your family, and encourage them to share, listen, share, download, all of that. 
Abby, tell them how they can find us. Um, well, first, before that, I would like to thank Bree for being... Oh, did I not do that? No. (laughs) Fuck her. (laughs) Fuck her. In the ear. (laughs) Right there. Right here, Beck. Oh, hang on. Did you want me to wet it first? Yes, please. Oh, God, how rude. How rude to dry willy me. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. uh, Thank you. Definitely a wet willy. Jesus. Sorry. Anyway, ladies, thank you very much. Yes. I, like yes. I, 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 I thoroughly enjoy you guys' show, and I would love to be part of it anytime you would like me back. Of course. We will definitely have you back, and thank you for participating and taking the time out and sharing everything um, for our listeners and for us as well. I've definitely learned a lot of new yes. things um, that I Since didn't know Bree before. Since has come into my life, I feel that I have become a better person. I didn't think I was shit-tastic, <laughs> as she called me when she first met me. Hey, hold on. We can't, you're going to end like that? Yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so right? real. She's not the big bitch. No. <laughs> there was some miscommunication. And Glad fortunately... Glad you saved your job. <laughs> <laughs> yep, her youngest son saved my job. All I was doing was stocking damn shelves. Because I didn't have a smile on my fucking face. Oh, uh, you herded me like cattle. Oh, it's a whole but... other story. <laughs> That's the oldie way. <laughs> God damn it. Oh Did you go God. like, no, you, you, and you. There. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. It was. But. That sounds um, just like Becky, so I'm not surprised. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> anyway. As always, <laughs> okay, lose a You can always follow our social media pages on Facebook and Twitter. We're the Monster Squad or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram, the underscore Monster underscore Squad. As always, any mom stories or topics that you would like to short. Oh, my God. Share. <laughs> that is not coffee in your mom cup, is it? No, it's one. Uh. <laughs> me. Don't blame somebody. Hey, hey. <laughs> I wasn't even in here. Yes, she was. <laughs> so they all plant the shit. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. I have such a small bladder. You're going to have to listen. <laughs> This one is this one's going in the book. All right, going back. Any, <laughs> any mom stories or topics um, you would like to share, please email them at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the title, please put topic or mom story. Um, and then also let us know if you would like us to use your name, where you're from, or if you would like to remain anonymous, anonymous, whatever word you choose. But as always... Thank you for listening to The Monster Monster Squad. Squad!